Hey, it's Charlie. Welcome to episode 102 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. And this week, I've been thinking about seeking validation and approval from others. I was chatting with a friend this week and she was recounting a story about how she had um, gone to help out a, a group of friends and halfway through helping they had given the task that she was doing that she'd already started to somebody else and she said to me oh I know it's silly I feel really you know I'm too sensitive I know they didn't mean to hurt my feelings um, I'm just you know I'm just too sensitive I just like it's all my fault and I listened and I kind of said that's interesting um you know it's okay to be upset by what other people say it's okay to be sensitive um two things can be true at the same time they didn't mean to hurt you but it still did hurt you um and I said sometimes in these cases this is an opportunity from the universe to hold up a mirror and say okay so what's really going on and she said to me I'm just always seeking approval. I just need their validation. And this like light bulb went off and we were like, okay. So <laughs> we carried on walking uh, for an hour and a half because I just felt like she needed to talk this out. And she did. And it got me thinking that I've been there many, many times and seeking approval Um and validation from other people we all do it in fact humans share an innate drive to connect with others we're evolutionarily wired to crave inclusion and you know a gazillion years ago this was linked to our survival um when rejection triggered fear so if someone became isolated or was ousted from the group his or her life would be at risk but because consequences of being rejected were so extreme our brains and our behaviours adapted to avoid disapproval from other people. And in fact, research has shown that social rejection activates many of the same brain regions involved in physical pain, which kind of helps to explain why disapproval can actually physically hurt. And today we're no longer cave people running around trying to spear dinner and dodge predators, but our aversion to rejection still runs really deep. And sometimes we have trouble thinking we're successful or we're good enough unless we receive validation from others. And this can be true in our personal lives and at work. And whether you're hoping for hundreds of likes on Instagram, help and support from your friends or a simple pat on the back from your partner, seeking validation from others for a quick boost of confidence is a natural tendency. People want to know that they're liked, that they're respected, they're on the right track in life. And these external things, and in a kind of world of psychology, we call them strokes because like stroking our ego, these strokes feel really helpful. And before you kind of, you know, worry that seeking approval is a bad thing, it isn't necessarily, actually. It's totally fine to look for other people's approval on occasion. But there comes a point where it becomes a habit and that's when it's important to take a step back and recognise that you don't need someone else's approval to feel good about yourself. And essentially, confidence and validation go hand in hand. And this is something that I said to my friend at the time. And I said, you know, I, I feel like part of the reason you need this approval is because 
your self-worth is really low at the moment and it's something that we're working on um, together. But a lack of confidence stems from a lack of trust in ourselves. When we don't trust ourselves, when we look to others for approval, we trust their opinion more than we trust our own. So we see their opinion as more valid because we're not trusting ourselves or our own perspective. There is good news, though. You can totally turn this around and learn how to build better trust and confidence in yourself. Firstly, I would encourage you to consider how you speak to yourself. So if the way you talk to yourself is critical, judgmental or harsh, it undermines your confidence. Take the time to catch these thoughts as they happen, possibly meditating or journaling if you can, and note how they make you feel. When you hear them, acknowledge the thoughts, but counter them with reminders that you are capable and valuable. Work on replacing harsh thoughts with more positive reflections that make you feel good instead. Um... If you are a regular reader of my blog, I have been blogging on listening to your inner critic or, in fact, not listening to it, um, instead tapping into your inner nurturer. So if you want more, head over to um, www.yourtimetogrow.com and click on the blog and you'll find them all. They're all quite recent. Um, The other thing that my friend and I were chatting about was, you know, who... So we were talking particularly about the, the, the group of friends that she was helping out and like who are in those. Because the need for, validate, for validation can creep in when you're surrounded by people who don't have your back. So, for example, think about those really judgy friends or um, a person who never messages you back. These folks leave you feeling insecure and scrambling for approval, which is why it's so important to have at least one person in your social circle, in your tribe, who builds you up. So that person can be a friend, a mentor, it can be someone who's able to inspire you through their social media or their writing. Um, You need to hear other voices that remind you of how important your contribution to the world is. I follow the Jeffrey Marsh on Instagram and would highly recommend following them. Um, They are a fantastic source of uh, inspiration and they always say, you know, the the thing that you need to hear. Like so often I go onto their page and I'm like, oh, I really needed to hear that today. Um, And... You know, they're like the the perfect inner nurturer and you can just find them on Tinterweb whenever you need. So, yeah, the Jeffrey Marsh, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y Marsh. Um, They're a non-binary life coach over in the States and just wonderful, wonderful person. Um, Where was I thinking next? So part of uh, so you've you've thought about kind of how you talk to yourself. You've thought about how you surround yourself with other people. Next up good old limiting beliefs. So whilst there's nothing wrong with collaborating with other people, you don't want to be persuaded because you might not actually believe your own intuition. So checking in with the accuracy of the beliefs that you have, you'll recognise that um, perhaps there's some inconsistencies and maybe be able to see a different perspective. So you know, when your inner voice is saying, well, you're not good enough, look at you, you know, the, the reason they um, they took that task away from you is because you can't do it, you might go, actually, I am good enough. Or if you can't say I am, you might say something like, um, I'm striving to be the best I can. Um, or you might say, I'm equal to everybody else. Or I can acknowledge the only person who can truly grant me confidence is myself. 
and pod, the, this podcast episode three covers um limiting beliefs in a lot more detail so uh, you can hit pause and head on over there or listen afterwards whenever is convenient for yourself um but whatever happens this is a journey and when you're not totally proficient at someone or even at someone at something when you're not totally proficient at something or even if you feel like you're really bad at it you'll feel an increased need to check in with other people to make sure you're on the right track and there's nothing wrong with asking for help in fact I would advocate it um but sometimes you can provide yourself with a little more confidence by practicing on your own and this could apply to work skills hobbies relationships making decisions because confidence comes with competence the more you practice a skill the more confident you feel in the ability and then the less likely you are to seek approval and it's really important to acknowledge and note that confidence is a feeling and it's a belief that you can do things no matter how hard they are and each time you complete something that scares you, you won't require approval from other people because you will have that confidence in yourself and that you've started to build that resilience. Of course, I haven't mentioned why, <laughs> why you're seeking approval. So understanding why you're constantly seeking approval from others can make it easier to eliminate the behaviour altogether. So, for example, were you taught to respect authority growing up? I was. Um, and if so, you might feel uncomfortable expressing disagreement in, you know, in your personal life, but also, you know, in the workplace. And I definitely, I'll, I'd be like, oh, no, I shy away from conflict. But actually, in my mind, conflict was the simple act of having a different opinion. And that's because I grew up in such a strict um, house uh, as a child. And, you know, it was my folks way or the highway. And so I was like, well, I can't. I can't say no, I can't express a different opinion. And so that led me down a whole people-pleasing avenue, which I'm sure I've talked about before. Um, and if I haven't, I surely will. Um, but you may also have struggled to make friends in school and then developed a fear of being rejected. And that then drives you now as an adult to do whatever it takes to feel included and liked by your friends and your co-workers. So I would encourage you, to before you turn to other people for approval stop and ask yourself what do I think about this and then if it is true why don't I trust my own opinion in this matter and sometimes you'll find you're seeking approval because you're uncertain or perhaps you feel certain but you're seeking approval because you want someone else to like or accept you understanding the motive behind your need for approval is a really important step in overcoming it so I want to give you um, some little tips that you can do, practical tips that you can do to kind of help. So the first would be to write down your daily accomplishments or you don't have to do it daily. But um, if you can write down five things you've accomplished that day, no matter how big or small. Uh, so it could be that you've walked the dog, called your brother, answered a tough email, drunk some water, vacuumed, li like literally mm. anything. Um, that you check off your list uh, and this works because you're shifting your focus onto things that are working and off the things that aren't the same thing is true for um uh confidence building uh, not confidence building gratitude practice so it does the same thing it focuses on the things that you're grateful for that are working instead of the things that aren't um 
And it also serves as a personal reminder that you're doing pretty good, even if it doesn't always seem that way. And as part of this, it could be a, a good help to ask yourself questions about what makes you great. Um, so really kind of focus in on the things that you handle well and the things you've already accomplished. So you might ask yourself, what's my proudest moment or what brings me joy? And answering these questions can help bolster your self-esteem and increase your self-confidence because if you find yourself, um, you know, looking back, you can go, oh, OK, I've done it before. And if you find yourself having difficulty answering these questions on your own, then you can ask somebody else to, to answer for them, but make sure there's somebody you trust. And whilst that might seem like seeking outside validation, um, it helps someone who may have a low self-concept see themselves in a more positive light. So it's a slightly different, uh, it's a nuance of it. Um, the other thing you might do is keep a, a self-appreciation journal where you acknowledge, as say, daily or a few times a week, the things you're most proud of, the choices you've made, the insights you've learned, things that you like about yourself, times you've stayed true to yourself, whatever feels right for you. When you're setting your goals, keep them realistic. So the best way to build confidence is keeping your goals manageable, at least in the beginning, because we often set high expectations for ourselves and when we don't meet them, we find ourselves disappointed and discouraged. So set yourself up for, for success. That was a hard sentence. Um, develop small attainable goals that you know you can meet and slowly change them in order to further challenge yourself. So, for example, you might um, go for a walk two days a week instead of every day. So the, the challenge of setting yourself a goal to walk every day, which actually I have done this month, um, is really challenging <laughs> and actually I haven't done it every day and there are other, but but there are other days that I've um walked twice or walked more than I thought I would um and uh and that's okay because ultimately giving myself a chance to say do you know what actually my legs are tired and I don't want to walk today um that's okay as well you can Thinking about goals, you can evaluate your tasks on approval-seeking efforts. So be really honest with yourself when you take on a new task or commitment. So are you doing it because it's right for you or because you want to get approval and avoid disapproval? So sit down and evaluate your weekly tasks and ask yourself what's really necessary and important and what's driven by people-pleasing. And then looking through the people-pleasing list, you can go through and eliminate them. Another really uh, easy thing to do is to stick a positive note by your desk. So there's something to be said for positive affirmations and mantras, quotable sticky notes, songs that make you feel good, pictures that remind you of something that makes you happy. Um, choose something that helps remind you to stop seeking validation from others and then say it to yourself every single day. Even better, have it in front of you to consciously and subliminally remind you of your worth and what you're striving for. I um, have been known to take a screenshot and keep it on my phone um, or on my desktop so that every time I open it up, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, that's what I want to be reminded of today. I'm going to say it, take a break from social media. It's really hard, um, but sometimes it helps you to take a break to stop being overstimulated by um, social media. So you can try to focus on other things like um, reading a new book, starting a new hobby, sorting out your CV to help your mind unwind. 
actually probably sorting out your CV is not going to help you do that. Um, that's probably just me. <laughs> um, but crocheting, like anything, whatever it takes to help your mind unwind. Because in the world full of media, social, television, print, beyond, we're bombarded with images of idealism. We end up in a constant social comparison of others, knowing that someone else has got a hundred likes or, you know, knowing that someone else has um, lost weight or, you know, looks beautiful and, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. It makes us feel need to be validated. But the downside to that is you can end up second guessing yourself if you don't get that approval. So I would encourage you to accept yourself for who you are right now and understand that you can learn, grow and change in positive ways. Don't aim for perfection because there is no such thing as perfection. Just be the own best version of yourself. If you're seeking validation from others and it's become a habit, try and take a second before communicating. So when you pause, you're taking a moment to check in with yourself first. So as I said earlier, you could ask yourselves like, what feels true to me or why am I, you know, why am I, uh, what do I think about this or do I need their opinion? And this pause is a gift to yourself to help you hear you. And as you continue to do this, you'll find your urge to seek the opinions and approval of others decreases because you'll be building your trust in yourself each time you hear your own opinion and your own intuition. It can be really um, challenging not to worry about what other people think of us. But when we focus on what makes us happy, that's where self-confidence begins. When we accept who we are, we find we don't need other people's approval or input anymore because we know the truth about ourselves. And then when we go to make a decision, we check in with ourselves and it there's a feeling, right? It feels right. And it reminds us that this is your choice. This is your opportunity to create the possibilities in your own life. And you can give yourself validation just because you can. That There doesn't need to be any other reason. And as I said earlier, you know, if you find yourself faltering and it's a moment where you'd normally ask for validation or approval, give yourself permission to do it anyway. Even if you make a mistake, don't wait for confidence to come. Instead, lean into courage when confidence is lacking. If we think we need to feel confident to move forward, we stop ourselves from getting started. So instead, focus on the courage instead of confidence. This allows you to move forward without feeling like you've got it all figured out. Being courageous also means you don't have to have all the right answers and so you won't have the same urgency to seek other people's approval. Instead, you'll courageously move forward, supporting yourself along the way. And with, like within that kind of process, learn to accept mistakes is tapping into that growth mindset because everybody messes up or says or does the wrong thing on occasion. And the chances for that increase tenfold when you're trying new things and you're stepping out of your comfort zone. So try to be okay with it. Remind yourself that we all make mistakes, even the people you compare yourself to. And through those mistakes comes learning and learning lends itself to gaining confidence through practice. And finally, finally, be kind to yourself. It takes a lot of work and self-care to replace bad habits to meet goals, to speak kindly to yourself and generally recognise that you do not need someone else's approval to feel good about yourself. So go ahead and 
you know, bask in that positive vibe. Building confidence is an ongoing process, but it, it can be more fun and exciting when we approach ourselves with understanding. Embrace the process, trust yourself, and soon enough you'll be building your confidence and relying less on others for approval. Because at the end of the day, the only person you need to answer to is yourself. Your own self-approval is a crucial aspect of your integrity and it will keep you happy and fulfilled in the long run. By working to free yourself from approval-seeking behaviours, you're honouring yourself and your needs and you're setting yourself up for long-term happiness. So that's it from me this week, but if you need to talk about this more, then please, please get in touch. You are not alone and... Um, you know, I can help listen and I can uh, I can kind of help you with some of those kind of tips and tricks and we can work on setting more achievable goals and we can work on all those imposterous limiting beliefs that come up and we can help build your self-confidence, maximise your confidence and minimise your doubts. That's what I do. So um, do let me know if I can help you in any way. Take care and I'll see you here next week.